It's because of his mercies that we are not consumed. We are grateful to him. Never you bank on yourself. Never you trust in yourself. Always trust in the mercy of God. No matter what you know, no matter what level you are, always, always, always bank on his mercy and be full of gratitude. Amen. Be full at all times. Be full of gratitude. Be full of gratitude. If not for his mercy, you won't be standing here today. Father, we are grateful. Celebrating with a clap of praise. Hallelujah. Sit down. We've been having a great time. Lovely time. We've been talking about the voice of victory. Hallelujah. The voice of victory. God has given you a voice as a child of God, as a spirit being. One of the things I want you to live here with is that you are a spirit. You are not just flesh. You are spirit. God is your father and God is spirit. Hallelujah. I believe that if you, if you get this one straight up, a lot of your problems will be solved. Your spirit. And your spirit needs food. Just like your physical body needs food. Your spirit needs food. And God says, I will give you pastors who will feed you with knowledge and with understanding. That is spirit food. That's the food your spirit, the real you needs to be strong. Hallelujah. No matter how much you eat physically, it doesn't affect your spirit. No, you can't you can use uh, rice or what have you, pasta, to feed your spirit. You can't do that. You need knowledge. Praise God. And that is where the voice comes from. Your pastor that God has given to feed you. He said, I will give you pastors who will feed you. So that, that voice they are releasing into you is the voice that grants you victory. He said, it shall come to pass when you are multiplied in the land. In the middle of hardship, you'll be multiplying. In the middle, oh God, this is for somebody here. In the middle of hardship, you will be thriving. Because, because somebody is speaking into your life. Somebody is speaking into your life. Praise God. You are hungry, not just for physical food, but for spiritual food. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone. Thank you, you can sit down. God bless you. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Somebody say every word. Every word. He said, every word that proceeded from the mouth of the Lord. But many of us here, we've never even had the voice of God before. But he says, you live by the word that comes from his mouth. So, it's not from God as it were directly, but it's from the person that God has sent to speak into your life. That's how you hear the voice of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm feeling him here. I feel him here. Strongly. You will live here a transformed person. In the name of Jesus. You know, when you get before God, when you really get before God, you can't talk. 
I'm telling you, when you, when you get to the place of worship, when you really get into God's presence, you to talk, be talking becomes, you can't talk. You just lie down there and you are lost for words. Amen. That's why I said in the second service that when you get the right atmosphere, the words will be few. Just talk. When you talk too much, I can bet you you are not in his presence. But when you get into his presence, your words are very few. If you ever see somebody that went to heaven and came back, if you ever see somebody who had a vision of heaven and came back, their words are very few. If you try to check who that had a vision of heaven, whom God literally took and brought them back, they don't talk much. There was one I saw, he just got this house. There was nothing in the house. He just sits in the corner of his house. He's like, I can't wait for the day I will return back. Hallelujah. The voice you are hearing matters a lot to the victory that you get in life. Hear the right words. Let the right people speak into your life. In the second service, I said, it's not every word you hear anywhere that you, you begin to use. You need that word to be ratified through your pastor. And I'm going to show you from scripture. It's not every word you hear outside that you begin to, I had them say this in so and so place. No, no, no. You let your pastor speak that into your life. Then you can begin to use it. Can I hear you? Amen. It's very important. Little kids that are well trained, if you give them food outside, they ain't going to eat it. If you train your child very well, they give him something outside, he will bring you home and say, Mom, they gave me this outside. What do I do with it? If you tell them, eat it, then they will eat. If you tell them, throw it away, it doesn't matter how juicy it looks. This juicy meal will only enter my stomach if mommy says so. Do you get what I'm saying now? It's the same thing on the spiritual side. It looks right, but you need the person that God has put over your life to ratify that and say, yeah, you, you, can, you, can, use, you can do that. That's how serious it is. You can imagine if you have a personal doctor now, your personal doctor. Most likely, if they tell you something somewhere, you may go and meet and say, Doc, I heard that so and so. What do you think about it? Doc will say, Yeah, it's actually good. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, could, I could use it now then. But if he says, Be careful of that, it could hurt you. It's okay. I th thank God I've not used it. The spiritual aspect. Praise God. Is there anybody here you're sick? You need, you're sick in your body? Is there anybody here? That's right. That's right. I have a mandate to pray for you. I've spoken to pastor about it. He has given me to go ahead. Lift your hand. If you have, just do that. Praise God. Now, before we, we do that, just one scripture. Hallelujah. Genesis. 35. It's all right. Only one pastor is allowed at this time. <laughs> 35, verse 9. Thank you, Jesus. Genesis 35, verse 9 to 12. Praise God. Shall we read together? Yes. Let's go. 
Yes. Padamaram, yes. 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 Uh-huh. Yes, yes. 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 Hallelujah. Now, God said to him, your name is no longer Jacob. Your name is now Israel. This is Genesis 35, isn't it? Genesis 35 and verse 9. God said to him, your name is no longer Jacob. Your name is now Israel. And he called his name Israel. Right? He called him Israel. In Genesis 35, your name is no longer Jacob. Your name is now Israel. And he called him Israel in Genesis 35. So what happened in Genesis 32? Let's go there. In Genesis 32, from verse 24, Genesis 32, 24, amen. Now look at it there, 32, 24. He says, and Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hole of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. As he wrestled with him, and he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said to him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has thou power with God, with men, and has prevailed. Hallelujah. This happened in Genesis 32. He wrestled with an angel. The angel asked him, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. He said, okay, today your name is no longer Jacob. Your name shall be called Israel. Then now we fast forward to 35. And the whole thing repeats itself. God says again, you are Jacob, but you will no longer be called Jacob. You will now be called Israel. Now, this is what I want to bring out here. This first one happened when he wrestled with an angel somewhere. The angel said, your name is no longer Jacob, it's now Israel. But if you read that 35, God now tells him, go back to Bethel. Go to Bethel. What is Bethel? Bethel means church. It means what? That's the house of God. Bethel means the house of God. God tells him, go back to the house of God. That thing that was told you there in 32, I'm going to tell it to you again. But this time around, I will tell you in the house of God. So God brings him back to his house. And it is there now, he ratifies that thing that the angel told him in 32. They told you that outside, yes, but you must bring it to the house. Are you getting what I'm saying here? It is when it comes to the house that the pastor, the of the house now accepts it and then now impart
imparts it to you, then it becomes active. You don't just take anything from anywhere. After the angel fought with Jacob, changed his name to Israel, if you notice in 35, God still says, your name is Jacob. But now, I change it to Israel. It is from there the thing starts. That's how powerful the house of God is. That's how powerful it is. Things work from here. The statement giving you the declaration from here, this is from where it starts. It's not from outside. It's from here. And that's where the pastor, his influence and authority is manifested. This is a very important topic. You must get it straight. If you hear something outside, take it inside. Pastor, what do you say about this? I had this somewhere, that this, this, this. Then pastor now says, it is wrong. Do you understand? As long as that man is your pastor, that thing cannot be applicable in your life. You leave it. If he tells you it is right, that is correct. You apply. It works. Are you getting my point now? That's to help you not enter into error. You dabble into things you don't understand. It will ruin you. There are many voices out there, but one voice will make you significant. I said that in the second service. There are many voices. There are many churches. But you have one that God has assigned to you. When you were born, did you decide which church, you, which family you will come through? Say, says, I want to come through this family. <laughs> are you getting my point? I'm sure Yusuf, you may have thought of somewhere better to come through than where you came through. It's like, ah, I say, come through this family. No, I want to come through the other family there. Are you getting my point now? No, you didn't choose your own family. You just happened to be born in there. Whether it's in a slum, you don't have a choice of it. If not, all of us will come through, you know, some rich houses. Yeah, because you know, right now, if you notice kids now, when kids are born now, their eyes open earlier than before. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Yeah. I'm telling you, when you now kids, kids' eyes open faster now than before. When kids were born those days, 5, 10, 15 years ago, their eyes can be closed for like three days. They're closed. <laughs> but now, the moment they are born, poof, <laughs> I need to know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know where I am. I, I, I heard that things are very difficult now, so I need to start. Amen? Amen. I mean, so you got the, and they eat a lot. Yeah. Kids of nowadays, they eat a lot. Once they are born, boom. In those days, they, the eyes are still closed, sleeping all the time. But not so now. You didn't decide which family you'll be born into. It's God that chose that for you. The same thing spiritually. I will give you 
I will give you pastors. It's me that will give it to you. And when you get there, whatever they give you to eat, you eat it and you will multiply. Can I hear your amen? Can I hear your amen? The babies that eat their mother's milk, take their mother's milk, consistently turn out to be the stronger ones. They turn out to be the stronger ones. So, flip that spiritually. When you take that milk your pastor is giving you continually, you will end up the stronger one. You end up the stronger one. Praise God. Praise God. So, he asked him, go back to Bethel. When you get there, this thing that the angel told you, I will tell you there again. And then from there, I put a stamp on it. It becomes active in your life. These three months ahead of you, increase, expansion, greatness becomes your lifestyle. Becomes your lifestyle. Becomes your lifestyle. Becomes your lifestyle. Let me hear a louder amen. Becomes your lifestyle in the name of Jesus. So giving yourself to hear what your pastor is saying may be the best investment you can make in your life. Say I hear. You are hearing what your pastor is saying. That may be the best investment you can make in your life. I give you one more scripture here before I start to pray for you. Praise the Lord. Now look at this. John 10. John 10. 27. John 10, 27. 27. Are you there? Look at what it says. It says what? My sheep hear my voice. And I know them. Amen. And they follow me. And I give unto them what? Eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man what? Pluck them out of my hand. Hallelujah. I, they hear my voice. They, I know them. They follow me. I give to them what? Eternal life. The kind of life you live, the quality of life you live is determined by the voice you are hearing. Doesn't matter where you walk. You can walk for, for, for Apple or whoever. It doesn't matter where you walk. If you are not hearing right as a spiritual person, from where you are, there you come down. You are a spirit being. You need to hear right. Every service is important. Every meeting is important. Then same John 10, verse 3. We're in 27 now. Just back up to verse 3. It says, to him the porter opened and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep by name, is that correct? And leaded, and leaded them out. And when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, 
and a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. <laughs> they know not the voice of strangers. They don't know. The voice they hear is the voice of their shepherd. God began to speak to me when I started traveling. He said, no matter where you go to, let your people be hearing your voice. It is so vital that you hear your pastor's voice consistently and regularly because the key to error is not following voice. The key to error is not following what? Voice. When you don't follow the right voice, you're going to fall into error. Now, look at this now. Let me just wrap it up here. Isaac was about to go. But before he leaves, he wants to bless his children. He says, um, Esau, come. There's this type of soup I like to eat. You know how to make it for me. I want you to go into the bush, get me this animal, make that and bring so that I can bless you. Then Esau dashes out to do that. As he's gone, the mother who heard what happened said, hey, Jacob, come, 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 come. Your father wants to bless. This is the final blessing. He has already, Esau has already gone to go and get something. I will do it for you, but with local meat in the house here. Are you getting my point? I am, I am his wife. I know what he wants. So she, as this guy is going, she goes behind, gets one of the goats there or one of the rams there and does it in a way that the husband will like. She packages the boy. The boy says, look, if I go there, he will know that it's not Esau and I will get a curse. He said, no, I've got that all covered. Come. She takes Esau's clothes and wears it on him. Then the animal she killed, she skins it and wraps it around his body because Esau is a very hairy guy. Then she says, go with this one. Go and give your father. So he enters his father's presence wearing the clothes of Esau with his hairy body. Then the father, Isaac, is tensed. He's sensing something is not real. He looks, he says, who is that? He said, it's your son. It's your son. I, I brought the, the, the savory meat. He says, but how come you brought it so early? He said, your, your, God, your God brought it to me. Your God brought it to me. He said, okay, okay, okay. You know, and I can imagine the smell, the aroma of these everywhere. So the, the, the guy said, okay, bring it nearer. Then Jacob goes nearer. He sets the food. Then the father says, come closer. I want to smell you. Then he smells him. He says, hi. His spirit was dead. He said, this voice I'm hearing, this is the voice of Jacob. But this body I am feeling is the body of Esau. What is going on? Hi. But then, of course, the mother knows with the, all the things happening in the stew around him. He eats it all up. Are you getting my, you know, sometimes it's difficult to concentrate when there's some aroma floating all around. No matter what you are saying, if the aroma is too close, you may not remember what you're saying. This guy, he blesses him. And then the moment he does it, Esau, I mean, Jacob goes and Esau comes in. And he says, 
Hey, daddy, daddy. He said, who is that again? He said, I'm the one you sent me. He said, ah. Oh. He was feeling him. Smelling him. Instead of going with the voice. If you go with voice, you won't have error. If you are going with feeling, you are going to fail. You are going to fail. Go with voice. When you go with the voice, you will not fail. When you go with feelings, you are going to fall into error. What Isaac should have done was follow the voice. Forget about the feeling. Follow the voice. Whether you feel like it or not, whether you feel like, just follow the voice that God has given to you. It's a voice that will bring you victory. Clap your hands if you hear what I'm saying. Follow that voice. If you check it very well, if you check it very well, you will see that they said, and Isaac started to tremble. Yeah. He knew that he had made a mistake. Always follow voice. He said, my sheep, they hear my voice. The voice of a stranger. They will not hear. If Isaac had followed voice, he won't make that mistake. But he's feeling him. He's feeling, he's smelling him. Mm, this is nice. At that hour, if you check inside here, there's a voice telling you something. Go with the voice. Go with the voice. We make mistakes because we follow feelings rather than following voice. What I'm sharing with you today is fundamental to your future and to your success. I'm not here to prove to you that I'm a good speaker. I know myself. Are you getting my point? But I sense it so strongly that you need to review that area of your life because there are great things ahead of you. Increase is ahead of you. Multiplication is ahead of you. Greatness is ahead of you. And of course, what happened, when, he, when that happened, Esau became angry and he said, I'm going to kill my brother. So can you see what not following voice does? It starts to create one type of atmosphere. A murderous atmosphere began to come up. Because a man, yeah, he didn't follow voice. He didn't follow voice. He could have, he could have, if, if the man had blessed Esau normally, there would have been no problem because he's the one right for it. There would have been no problem at all. But look at the way it went. So despite the disguise that Jacob brought in, he could have still been able to go around him if he followed the voice. I pray for you today that no matter how the situation looks like, the voice of God will give you direction. No matter how it looks like, you won't enter error. You won't make mistake in the name of Jesus. I pray for you today that when you need to make decisions, when you get to that point where you need to make crucial decisions, may the voice that God has given you help you to make the right choice. May the voice that God gave you help you to make the right choice. Let your amen be powerful. You need it. 
You may be in a particular place and they are asking you something that you need to make a choice. Maybe it's just one word you had in church. One word, one message that came that will give you the direction you need to follow. As pastor was preaching and teaching that day, you were in church and you heard him say something and that became the key for you to make a decision in that crucial hour. You won't miss it in the name of Jesus. You won't miss it in the name of Jesus. You know, there are, there are decisions you have to make in a crucial time. If you have not had enough word, you will make wrong decisions. Solomon was a man who had the privilege to be with his father for a long time. He had enough substance on his inside. So at the spur of the moment, he could make a decision. Which of these women owns this child? Which of these women? Each of them is saying this, their own. Which one owns this child? Who can tell? Who can tell? Okay, give me a sword. Slice the child into two and share it among the mothers. The real mother will speak up. The fake one say yes. <laughs> Slaughter. <laughs> you understand? Slaughter. Kill. But the real one said, don't give it to her. And the king said, we found who the real mother is. You need to make decisions at crucial times. You need enough word on your inside to help you. You need enough word. Not that just, okay, choose which one. Then you just go and carry the one that you can't manage well tomorrow. <laughs> there are certain things people will give you. You need to know what to do with them. Some things you can keep. Some, you know, this one is not my own. Are you here? You need enough word properly taught by the voice that God has given to you. You are loaded. When that time comes, you will make right decisions. Let's rise. Thank you, Jesus. When that time comes, you will make right decisions. You will make right decisions. You will make right decisions. I want you to pray and say, Lord, when the time comes, that I need to make decisions, crucial decisions. I will not go into error. I will not make wrong choices. Pray that prayer for yourself in this next three months coming from now till June. Lord, I will make correct decisions. I will not run into error. By virtue of the word, the voice I'm hearing in my spirit, you will help me, Lord. I will make correct decisions. Now, pray for yourself. This is very important. It's important in family. It's important in marriage. It's important in education. It's important in ministry. It's important in your job, in your office. Pray, God, I will not run into error. I will not make mistakes. At the time, at the right time, you will help me, Lord. You will help me, oh God, to make the right decision. Pray for yourself. You will help me to make, to make, to make right decisions, right decisions, right decisions, right decisions, <laughs> right decisions. In the name of Jesus, I won't go into error. I will not go into error. I will make the right choice. I will make the right choice. I will make the right choice. 
in the name of the Lord, I will make the right choice. Pray for yourself. I want to hear you pray. Steer up yourself in prayer. Steer up yourself in prayer. Father God, pray for yourself your future depends on this 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 help me lord help me lord help me lord pray for yourself when the choice comes when the time to make choice comes you will choose rightly you will choose well when the time to make decision come, you will choose right. You will make right decisions. You will make right decisions. You will make right decisions. Decisions in the area of investment. You want to invest money in one area or the other. The voice will tell you. The voice will tell you. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Pray. Pray for yourself. 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 Thank you, Father. 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 Oh God, call upon Him. 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 I won't enter error. I won't make mistakes. Your voice in my spirit will guide me. Your voice in my spirit will help me. Yes, Lord, I won't make mistakes. I won't make mistakes. I won't make mistakes. Your voice will guide me. Your voice will direct me. Le pre de bodo 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 bodo. Ambra de bede bede be. I prado bozoto le brege disagalara. Prophesy into your 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 next three months. Prophesy into your next three months. Prophesy into your next three months. Excellence becomes you. 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 In the name that is above every name, I refuse to make any error. I refuse to make mistakes. The word of God in my spirit. The word of God in my spirit, it will guide me. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, pray, 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 pray. Hey, can I hear your voice? This prayer is important. This prayer is vital. Mama, da 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 da. When that time comes, I won't make a mistake. When that time comes, I won't do error. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My Father, I thank you. Lift your hands above your heads and thank Him. For this crucial prayer you are praying for this crucial prayer you will not labor in vain for this crucial prayer you are praying for this crucial prayer you are praying thank you my father in the name of jesus i need a warrior amen i need a warrior amen always have a warrior attitude in anything you are doing you can't survive if you don't have a warrior attitude he teaches your fingers to war. You must have a warrior attitude. 
to protect your home, to push your business forward, to keep your ministry going, you must have that warrior attitude. You must have it. Otherwise, what is yours will be taken away from you. That's not your portion. When the time comes for you to make decisions within these next three months and beyond, the word that is inside of you, the word you have, you have, you have so chewed on will help you Amen. to make right decisions. Amen. The Bible says that the word of God is so powerful, it, it separates soul and spirit. It, it goes into the dividing asunder of the soul and your spirit. That's your soul is where those your emotions are that can make you to select things out of emotions. It, it separates it from your spirit, man. When you choose according to the spirit, you choose right. But when you choose according to your soul, you, have, you make error. Yeah, I like this one's color. I like the color. You are going down. The word of God helps you to separate your soul from your spirit, your emotions, you know, all those you are, I like this one, I don't like this one, I'm not happy with this one. Sometimes even the things you don't like, that may be where God will tell you to go to. That's what Jesus told Peter. He said, you were a kid before, but when you mature, you, as a kid, you go to where you want to go to. You go to the place you feel like going. But when you mature, somebody else will tie you with something and lead you to the places you don't want to go. It's a sense of maturity. It's like when it's time to choose. Okay, look at the case of uh, Job. I mean, uh, uh, Abraham and uh, Lot. It was to make a choice. Choose one. Our servants are fighting. The land is too small for us. We have become so big. Oh, boy. Choose one. If you go right, I'll go left. If you go left, I'll go right. Just choose one. And Lot was given the chance to choose first. And Lot like, are you for real? And he chose for He looked at Sodom. So green. So luscious. Then he looked the other way around. Dry land. Uncle, I should choose first. <laughs> he says, uncle, I should choose first. He said, yeah, I choose. He chose. And Abraham went the other way. And God told him, go anywhere the sole of your feet shall tread. That's why, you see, as a spiritual person, never be afraid of where you end up. Never be afraid of where you end up. They may give you the wrong end of the stick. But that stick will bud. <laughs> that stick will bud. The wrong end was given, but that stick will bud. Say, I'm not afraid of anywhere I find myself. It will bud for me. It will bud for me. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? Don't be afraid. It was still Abraham that had to intercede for Lord later to save him. You chose the good place, but you, you ended up still needing somebody to help you. If you were smart enough, you won't have carried yourself into that place. The place is luscious, is good, but who are the people that are there? Who are the kind of people that are there? Who will you be company with there? It's a good job, but it won't allow you to go to church. Oh. 
Yeah, that job is good, but your church time will be shut down by almost three quarter. What do I do? I have to be very careful making choices. But when you hear enough word from this altar, it will help you to know the right thing to do. To help you to know the right thing to do. I'm feeling so heavy in my spirit. When you get to that place to make that decision, don't be in a hurry. God will show you. He will tell you. He will speak to you. Amen. Amen. Now, let me say this as I close. It is the word of God that you have been taught that helps you to make right decisions. So that means that the voice teaching you must be so a voice you are conversant with. Are you getting my point now? Because that's what is introducing this thing into your system. Don't just go and sit anywhere. Oh, it's a church here. Okay, let me enter here. No. The church here may not be, it may not even be near your house. That's not the issue. The issue is you are sure of what God is saying from that place. It's worth traveling for. It's better you travel that distance and be sure of good stuff entering you than to go to the nearby place where your spirit will be poisoned. And you can't make right choices. So where is your church? Oh, my God, gateway. Gateway. It's not far from your house. Uh, it's far, but uh, <laughs> I know what I'm getting there. I don't have to be sieving the rice. You know, where I'm coming from, some rice, you have to check it very well because there are stones inside. Yeah, I'm telling you, you know, some of you that may not be aware, there are some places where the rice there has stones inside. And there are also some rice that they make, there's no stone there. So I prefer to travel far to eat the rice that I don't have to be using my tongue to be checking whether there's any stone inside. <laughs> are you getting my point now? Yeah, I know some of you may not know, but there are places like that. You take it, sometimes you hear curse as your. <laughs> it's better to go to where you know that no matter how far it is, but you can eat with comfort of mind. That I won't, I won't strike something later. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, you're eating, you're. Oh. Yeah, but the restaurant is near your house. I prefer to go to one that's not even there. But I know what I'm getting there. It's a new day for somebody here. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate it.